I'm Valerie Williams and welcome to Lens on Fitness, a podcast that will zoom in on all areas of physical fitness and wellness. I want to show you how both of these can only be achieved with the right state of mind. And I will do this by bringing to light all kinds of issues and by sharing some of the lessons that I have learned in order to help put you on the path of becoming an individual with a strong body and an even stronger mind. Hi and welcome to the Lens on Fitness podcast. A big warm welcome to you. Thank you for allowing me to be a part of your day today. Now with any luck, most of you who will be listening to this show right now, I'm pretty sure you will have experienced how amazing it feels when you introduce something new into your life and as a result of that thing, it brings a positive change, something that is adding value to you, making you feel like a better person. And when you go through that kind of experience after having introduced that new thing or that new change, you want your family to know about it, your friends to know about it, you want the whole world to know about this thing. Now, unfortunately, this doesn't work for everything. And this can be said about plant-based eating or being a vegan. Not everyone is going to welcome the idea of not having meat as part of their meals. They're not going to be excited about this new discovery that you found out about this way of eating. Some may not even be convinced or even enthusiastic when you're telling them your stories of how you've benefited from eating this way. And I would imagine that some people perhaps don't even want to hear your stories about the cruelty that goes on with the killing of animals. You can paint the worst picture as much as you want and try and guilt them as much as you want. Some people just don't care. Even with all the documentaries that you watch on Netflix or YouTube telling you the benefits of eating a plant-based diet or being vegan and the, the downfalls of eating meat and so forth and what it does to your health, some people just do not care about that. And if you're a plant-based eater or you're vegan, that is the one thing that you have to try and come to terms with and accept. And although you mean well, you simply cannot expect your family member or the world to change just because you did. You cannot change others. You've got to allow people to make that decision for themselves if they want to make that decision. And that's it. Now that we have that out of the way, let's jump straight into some powerful tips that you could use so that you're able to continue with your chosen lifestyle without feeling isolated or feeling like you're the odd one out or feel as though you need to spark off some kind of debate or argument every time you are around someone that eats meat. I mean, I've been plant-based for well over two years. This is why I am able to offer you these tips and why these tips are going to be valuable to you because all of these scenarios and situations that I'm about to reel off to you, I have actually experienced them. So the first thing you're going to come up against once people find out that you're vegan or plant-based, people are going to ask you, why did you make such a decision? And you need to have some answers. Now, don't just say because other people are doing it or I've read this or I've watched this documentary and it's healthy, so I'm going to do it. You need to have a genuine reason why you took this path. And the reason that you give needs to be personal to you. It could be that you don't like the idea of animals being harmed. You want to make a contribution to protect the environment. You want to be healthier, perhaps just doing it for humanity as a whole. When I was thinking about going plant-based, 
I didn't mention anything to anyone. I kept it to myself and I just got on with it quietly. I did my research, I experimented, I took my time when I made the transition from eating meat and then I set out a plan to reduce things down gradually, same with the fish and the eggs and the milk, you know, all of that, I did that, I did the work, I did my research, I read about the sources of protein that were plant-based that were out there, so I knew how to put my meals together. One question that is always guaranteed to come up whenever you tell people that you are vegan or you are plant-based is, where do you get your protein from? People are not trying to catch you out. It's just that they themselves are not aware that sources of protein do exist outside of animal proteins. And so if you do your research in advance, I'm not saying that you have to know every single plant-based protein source that is out there, but you do need to know some. Then that way, when this question crops up, you have answers. And not only this, you're showing people that you've done your research. You're showing people that you're not just doing this for fun or because it's a cool and popular thing to do nowadays. You're showing people that you mean business. Along with that, you need to start being a bit more understanding as well. Please do not act as though you are superior or above anyone just because they eat meat and you don't. These are not bad people. Try and take your mind back to the days when you used to eat meat. That's how I tackle it. I used to eat meat almost seven days a week. And so I've got to put myself in their shoes. At the time when I was eating meat, I didn't know any better. I ate meat because that's what I had when I was a child. That was put in front of me on a plate on the table as a child. And my parents ate meat because that's what they were given when they were younger. And so people tend to follow this tradition, this habit, and that's all they know. And that's why you've got to try and be a bit more understanding. And the way I deal with things is like, I don't force my opinions onto people. I won't criticize someone for eating meat. It doesn't bother me if they're eating meat in front of me. I just live my life and show people how I live my life. And that's it. And allow them to make their decision if they want to make a decision based on how they see me living my life. And if you've ever seen one of my Instagram stories where I'm I'm showing you something that I'm eating, I'm eating a variety of different foods, a nice selection of cooked meals that are tasty. I haven't lost any muscle. I'm active still. My skin is clear and I'm healthy. I'm not starving. I'm not skinny. I'm not malnourished. I am healthy. When people see the way I live my life, if they feel inspired by it, then that's great. If they want to try it out for a month, then that's great that's entirely up to them. Food shopping and cooking. You definitely need to get organised on this side of things. This one can be a little bit tricky, but there are ways around this. If you are predominantly in charge of the cooking and the shopping, to save yourself any stress in the kitchen and having to cook a meal for yourself and a separate meal for the rest of your family, when you're about to do the food shopping, write down the meals that your family enjoy eating. And what you could do is switch out some of the ingredients to plant-based ones instead. They can still have their meat, but the rest of the meal is going to be plant-based. And so that way, when you are in the kitchen, you're not putting yourself under so much stress with having several pots on the go. You're more or less cooking yourself the same meal as them. The only difference will be the protein that you have on your plate. Everything outside of main meals, allow your family to eat what they want to eat. Now, if you are not the person who is in charge of the cooking and the shopping, I would advise you to start getting involved. 
tell them that you want to help out. And then this way, it gives you an opportunity to casually make suggestions for some plant-based alternatives. Not saying with all foods, but with some foods. It's a more casual and less confrontational way of doing things rather than having an argument at the dinner table. If you're at an age where you're earning your own money and you're also contributing to the household bills and the foods, basically just your contribution towards being at home and living there, using the gas and the electric and eating food, then you definitely are entitled to have more of a say on how your financial contribution is used, especially where food is concerned. If you're contributing money every month and that's going towards food, then obviously if you're plant-based or you're vegan, then you want to be eating that kind of food. So I can't see how that can be too much of a big issue if you are making a contribution and you're earning your own money. Social occasions, another thing to look at. If someone invites you to their home, you need to make a point of telling the host that you follow a plant-based diet or you follow a vegan lifestyle. You need to let them know. Not everyone is going to know. Like I said, when I changed from being a meat eater to going plant-based, I didn't announce it to anyone. People hadn't seen me for a few months or maybe a couple of years. And the next time they saw me or had a conversation with me and the conversation was based around food or some kind of like social gathering or something like that, I would then say, oh, by the way, I no longer eat the way that I used to eat. And that would be their first time hearing that from me. So this is why it's important that you must tell the host. So what I will usually do is take food or snacks with me. Then that way, I'm not putting any pressure on anyone. It is very unfair to expect the host to change things around. And especially if they weren't aware you change your eating habits. You know, you change your lifestyle where eating is concerned. So yeah, prepare something at home, take it with you, let them have a taste of it that would be a great way for them to realise that just because someone is following a plant-based diet or a vegan lifestyle, that the food isn't boring or tasteless or not as appetising or filling, this will give them an opportunity to experience that for themselves. So sticking with food, restaurants now, you need to find out beforehand the name of the restaurant that you're going to, if I get an invite to go to a restaurant and it's not a plant-based restaurant, which I would presume that it isn't going to be, I want to know what the name of the restaurant is so I can look at the menu online and try and pick something in advance. Or alternatively, if the choice is very limited and there's certain dishes that sound nice, they look nice, you know, you like the idea of the actual recipe, but there might be one or two ingredients that you need to be removed from that meal, you could always contact the restaurant in advance and find out whether or not this is an option, whether or not they can actually do this for you. That's another way to get around it. Whenever you get an invite to go to a restaurant, especially if it's a someone's birthday or there's some kind of like special occasion, you know, it's it's their thing really at the end of the day. And if you're the only person who is plant-based or vegan, whereas everyone else aren't, it is way too much to expect the person inviting you to the restaurant to change things around just for you. So sometimes you have to make the odd sacrifice 
well, not necessarily a sacrifice, but you've got to be organised. And you can be organised, like I said, by looking at the menu in advance. Another thing you could do is perhaps eat something before you leave your home. And so when you get to the restaurant and you find that there isn't very much in terms of choice on the menu for you, you could perhaps get away with having less to eat. You know, even if it's just the, the basics, that's, this is why it's important that you feed yourself before you go out, especially if you have looked at the menu and you find that the choices are very limited for vegans and plant-based eaters. But whatever you do, do not force yourself to eat something that you wouldn't normally eat because you feel under pressure to hurry up and make a decision because everyone else have chosen and you're the only one left struggling trying to put a meal together with the options that you have. Prepare yourself and be organised in advance. Being a vegan or or following a plant-based lifestyle, it doesn't have to be bad. It doesn't have to be something that holds you back where where social settings are concerned. Like I said, you just need to be organised. And the longer that you've been plant-based or vegan, then the more experience you're going to have with all these different types of situations and scenarios. And you're going to be able to navigate your way around these situations a lot more easier than someone who has perhaps been vegan or plant-based only for one week. You're not at a disadvantage. You just have to be sensible about it and don't feel forced to change your lifestyle for anyone else. And at the same time, you know, we've got to make this fair don't force someone else to change to follow your lifestyle. So if this episode has been useful to you, please be kind enough to share it with others. I would really appreciate that. So thanks for listening. Take good care of yourself and I shall catch you on the next episode. Bye for now.